so what I found very quickly is you had to be very transparent with your team. So we got everyone, and I knew immediately, number one, you got to talk to everyone personally. So, and we set up calls every week to let everyone know the state of C-Spark Go, of what's going on, what we're doing. We called it Happy Hour. We did. We did. <laughs> ironically. Called, ironically. You guys are in marketing. Yes, it was called Happy Hour, <laughs> happy and hour. everyone was like this, and everyone was like, what are we doing? Once a week, we had Happy Hour. We gave a State of the Union, which we also called State of the Spark. So. Yes. Happy <laughs> Hour. So, you got to love it. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Adventure, where if you're not enthusiastic, you're not invited. Or at least, that's what our guests for today would say. Please welcome Andy and Brittany Toms, two people who possess such genuine enthusiasm for life and for people that it's impossible for you to walk away from this podcast and not be energized. 13 years ago, Andy and Brittany had a dream of creating a PR firm, and with a lot of planning, a lot of hustle, and a little bit of humor, they turned their vision into a reality. And so on today's journey, Andy and Brittany will share their enthusiasm for building and deepening client relationships, tips for weathering economic hardship, and their secrets on how to automate making those difficult decisions when you least want to make them. Stick around, and you too can learn how to turn your dream into a reality, how to weather a global pandemic, and how to have fun in any stage of your entrepreneur adventure. And with that, I'll turn it over to our hosts, Josh Melton and Chad Brown. Welcome to a special edition of the Entrepreneur Adventure. Today is the birthday edition. Not the birthday of the podcast, the birthday of the host, Josh Melton. Happy 40th birthday, buddy. Thank you very much. I guess congratulations. I don't know. I'm just glad that you called me the host and you recognize you are the co-host, I'm the host. I don't know if that was a special birthday present, but those people can't see this is a podcast. The room's decorated. It says happy birthday on the wall. There's a card in front of me. We have very special birthday guest we brought in yes. for this episode. So uh, it's fun to be 40. I'm excited. Well, thanks for joining us on your birthday. We're going to have some fun today. It's going to be good stuff. I will say I sent you a Bitmoji this morning. It was like a guy celebrating birthday. But this is what I really wanted to send. For those of you that can't see it, it's like a coffin that says happy birthday you know you're, you're 40 you're getting older but uh anyway i tried to think on the positive side hey it's only uphill from here buddy thanks seriously uh yeah very depressing thanks great way to start the podcast all right <laughs> let's welcome our guests who have a lot to live for and a long time to live hopefully <laughs> welcome we have the awesome andy and Brittany toms with us today thank you all for joining us Man, we're so happy to be here. Thank you. We're excited. We're going to dive into some fun stuff. We're going to tell some stories. We're going to learn about everything in the marketing, branding world, some things about how to survive during COVID. It's going to be awesome. I love that Brittany was a speaker for us at the Stronger Business Summit. That's right. Rave reviews. Oh, thanks. And we didn't let Andy speak. We wouldn't let Andy speak. <laughs> Can I, say, can I say hello now? We brought you the podcast. <laughs> Your microphone's not um, on, but you, know, you can talk all you want to. Josh, by the way, you do look good today. You Andy, look from good. now, I was going to tell you for now. For 40. He is good for 40. Before you speak to raise your hand until you're caught on, but now you're good. You have full permission to speak anytime you want to speak. But hey, we are excited to have you guys here, and y'all are your experts in the field of PR, which means y'all can lie with the best of them. You can tell the best stories. Oh, exactly. True or false? That that, these days. Yes, yes, I hear that. It's marketing, finger quotes, uh, PR, and you guys are awesome. What you do, you work for some really big brands. But let's dive right in. Tell us a little bit about your story. How you guys got into the business, 
And then we want to talk about really the, the ability to pivot in a crazy time like a COVID. And we're still kind of in that moment of like, we don't know what to expect. So everybody's got to be ready, yeah. really kind of spin on a dime, right? Yeah. But let's hear about C-Spark Go. Let's hear about the Toms. Let's hear the entrepreneur adventure. How did you get started? Yeah. And how did you decide to work together? Oh, yeah. That is, well, like, risky. You they have... should call this the spousepreneur adventure. Yeah. Ooh, I so, like that. I like that. I think, I'm not sure. For me, you coined that term. I had Thank never you. heard it till Lauren and I met with you that day at lunch uh, talking about marketing mm-hmm. for one of our businesses. And you said spousepreneur. And I was like, that is really awesome. Or she a, coined it. She's in, she's in branding. She's I love it. All kinds of great words. So get I'm a, not sure I made it up. but So get us started. How did all this come about? Well, you know, we actually started Sea Spark Go and jo- and joined the Spousepreneur Adventure that we're calling it today um, for the sake of our marriage. Oh wow! Okay. Like literally, it we started thirteen and a half. You do see me, right? So <laughs> I just want you to know there is a reason. So you can continue now. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we, you're funny. Uh, you have a great personality. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're great personality. Wow. For radio. Really sold for radio. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Brandon. Thanks for radio. Yes. Um, no, we we it was. 13 and a half years ago that we started the company. We had been married six months. I was working in PR and I worked for a lot of West Coast brands. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really wasn't a big deal for me to have a seven o'clock Eastern conference call weeknights. And Andy um, had been asked to plant a church in Ackworth, Georgia, a plant of Johnson Ferry Baptist. And so he's working Sunday through Thursday. And so we just felt like we were ships passing in the night, those first sure. six months of marriage. And um, we had this um, kind of quintessential hike up Kennesaw Mountain. Big mountain. The Large. hill that is Kennesaw Mountain. <laughs> um, and we got, we mountaintop moment, so to speak. And we got to the top and we were like, you know, if we could do anything in the world, like that's what the entrepreneur question is, right? If you yes. could do anything in the world, what would you do? And I loved my job. And Andy loves business. And so our brains just got stirred that day and and our hearts were stirred and we said a prayer and we're like the adventure begins today that's great so y'all literally decided on top of a mountain we literally (laughs) were sitting on top of the mountain a hill it's a it's it's actually rather it's georgia too it's a mountain it's it's, it's It's marketing it's a hill it's not georgia that's a big mountain it's a big mountain for all you people in colorado yes (laughs) like i'm picturing like sweating like you know i'm telling you i mean after after the 20 minute hike up the mountain this massive in all honesty our logo that's a picture of kennesaw mountain right there that is what it is that is it we're on the we're on the peak Oh, that, I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, really, that's yeah. you guys right there at the top, yes. having your moment, your signature moment. So was this something where like, all right, we're going to climb back down and quit our jobs and start working together? No. Or was this a side gig? We're going to kind of build it uh, slowly? What happened from there? No, that's a, that's a great question because so often you hear people say, oh, just jump off, do the passion, go after it. Brittany could probably do that, not me. No way in the world. One thing what we did do, we, we did a lot of prayer, lots of research, but I will say there was the risk. We did have, we, we ended up jumping eventually. But it started, and this was so unique about this, it started as we did everything, and again, part of this was is we just had some really good advisors around us, but it started with Brittany's hobby. So we said, hey, let's let you run with this a little bit and see what happens. And we had a two-year bridge to see, we had a, a start date and an end date knowing, hey, we've got two years to make something happen. Oh, that's and awesome. So, God, that's smart. So yeah. everybody yeah. kept their jobs in that moment. 
Yes, and. Okay. And you I, had quit, I quit my job. You she had, quit hers. You had yes. the patience of saying, all right, let's build. Yes. This is not something in four months we're going to be crushing it. We're going to build a strategic two-year plan yeah. and see yes, what we can do. Yes, 100%. Here. So Brittany quits her job on top of the mountain. I quit my job that day. I jumped. <laughs> she actually had quit day. the week before. Yeah, so I, I forgot to tell yes, that's you. That's, that's, up to the yes. top of the mountain. Is that You'll come to find out that a lot of our, a lot of even... C-Spark Go is built on relationships. And so the relationship that I had with my employer at that time was so strong that I quit my job and they retained me for 60% of it under the under C-Spark Go. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, that's amazing. So Talk about employee, an awesome yeah. start. Hey, we still want to hire you as a contractor. Oh, okay, awesome. Right. And essentially, anytime you start a, a, a marketing agency as a sole proprietor, or in this case, a partnership, you're a glorified freelancer for a long time. Yes. Um, and so we just really believed in putting one foot in front of the other and doing the right thing with the opportunities that were before us. So we served my previous eight employer, those clients, and we served a few other brands that kind of came along our way, really ad hoc style. Um, and those just led to more opportunities. Some, one door leads to another. And so we said, if you do the right thing with what's in front of you, the next door is going to open and present itself. And so really, the last 13 years, that has been the case time after time. Such great 100%. advice. And did you each, with the spousepreneur side, did you each kind of stay in your lane? Like, okay, Andy's handling these three things and Brittany's handling these things? Or did you mix or and match? Or these 100 and things and these 100 <laughs> things. But yes, you're exactly right. I mean, I will vacuum. I will do anything you need me to do. You know, I joke, I, seriously, when you're starting a company, you do it all. Like, let's just be oh, yeah. real. I mean, well, that's, well, you, yeah, you do everything. So I will never forget one of our first uh, team members that we actually had that, that that we were hiring, speaking of doing everything, is I was waking up early in the mornings driving to South Side of Atlanta for another job to help pay to support that employee. So that's what you do, right? So yeah. any it took we did whatever it did to make it work. So we didn't have this huge capital investment. We did had none of that. Mm -hmm. So yes, to answer your question, Brittany was and is the expert in PR. That's her gift. That's what she does. I was really, really good at kind of seeing, hey, how can we put this together? How can we make this work? And so we stayed in those lanes and that that was a gift, and we learned to, and this is a hard one, especially if you're married, for me to come to her and say, you're right, babe. You're right. <laughs> you know, and that's, I mean, it's harder than like, it, it should be. Should, it's yes. much harder than you think, but I have you learned. You say that so easily now. I, there is a mic in front of me. Like, it's, <laughs> there is a, there's, but it's so true. So you gotta, you've got to learn those things, right? So, yes, the lanes were super important, and sometimes yeah. those lanes can be blurry. Yeah, so, absolutely. And that's something you, we've, we're still learning. So the yeah. starting block for you guys, then, so Brittany's going to quit her job, and yes. you're able to do it, and again, great relationship with your employer so it transitioned to this okay you can start and you're at 60 percent of what you were at mm -hmm. you're still at this point in time planting a church which is like cakewalk easy oh it's work. so easy i mean everyone's so friendly you've got all the funds in the world i mean it's just it's it's beautiful it's beautiful and, and i'm doing it with one of my dear friends so it's even better like it's just everything's just perfect and um and i'm completely lying but it was so great um during that time, I went to him and gave him a six months notice <laughs> okay. that I was leaving, and so that was one thing we were real big in. Wherever you're leaving, don't don't burn that bridge. Like yeah. you need to make sure relationships are king. That's how we've always looked at it. And the door opened for me to go into some a sales gig with an organization and help put together their whole sales team under this consulting umbrella. And that's how that was the the process. So that allowed oh, yeah. us to have some funds. To, to begin to shape what we were going to do. And and a lot of sales is in marketing and PR. So it really was a big win for both of yeah. us. In that. So that for two years, I drove back and forth 
to Duluth doing this from Athens. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Andy is such a strategic thinker, but he's also so gifted in building teams and infrastructure. And that is something I'm far from gifted at. So I don't know if you're familiar with EOS or Traction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Which yeah. we haven't fully implemented, but totally ascribed to the, to the mentality and the theory. And that the idea of rocket fuel, of having a visionary and an implementer, I mean, and sometimes we swap that those hats, but we very much complement one another strengths-wise. And mm-hmm. I don't think C Spargo would be what it is today if it didn't have each of our brains thinking the way that they think. Yeah, but we would yes. be a lot further to me and Chad as partners if he would like do his part. I'm like, yeah, I'm I, I, crush I it. Say you, you're you, right, Josh, babe. I mean, I can tell, Josh. I <laughs> yeah. Mean, you, you, I can tell. We, we, He's much better looking than you, but I'll tell you, you. <laughs> well, yesterday I looked a lot better. Yeah. It's funny you say that. Yeah. I'm going to spoil it. If you open this card, it says you're the second best looking 40-year-old I know. Oh. <laughs> See? I, I, we're on the on same wavelength here. Yes, yes. No. That's good. That's good. So, Andy, you're working then outside yes. of y'all's company for two years? Well, so it's, it's, it's run through our company, but like... Again, uh, well, because what yes. is an LLC but a tax shelter? Shelter. That's right. Is that the name of this building is the tax <laughs> yes. shelter. Now we're talking. So we did have. So you're running everything through. Three. You're writing stuff yes. off. Yep. That's okay. exactly right. Which is the biggest advantage. You're like, this is this is a win. It's a win all Money's the time. Coming in. How do we, how Not do as we, much money's going out, but what is going out, I'm writing off. You have this instantly become Chad's favorite podcast guest of all time. <laughs> hey, it's like I a gift for Chad on my birthday. I kind of lined up, but I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Anya, the tax shelter is king. Yeah. It's great. Well, the, the best part is six months into starting the company and... We, well, we decided to move to Athens. Yes. That was like uh, part of it. Oh, you were not in Athens? We were not in Atlanta. No. Uh, okay. So, that, so let, let, me, let me back it up just a little bit. So part of this was is that when we realized, hey, we're going to make this jump, we said, where do we want to live? Instead of telling our, having yeah, our job tell us where to go, yeah. not only said, did you say, what do we want to do? We said, well, where do we want to live? That's the perfect life that's for exactly us. That's exactly right. Like, oh, we're going to make that happen. We want to live in God's country. But we don't expect it tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to build a plan behind that's it. That's exactly right. That's such good advice. And I'll tell you. Can we be main stage speakers? next year <laughs> <laughs> hey listen Brittany after Welcome all the on for <laughs> podcast sponsored by C Spargo today after we're all the stuff we're getting there yeah. we're getting, yeah. after yeah. all the stuff we recorded at the beginning of this you guys will just do what we tell you to do how about that um, got the blackmail we're here with your host Andy and Brittany's <laughs> on Josh and I are the guests today so Chad tell me when it all began uh, yes <laughs> that's right alright so you decided we're going to start a business and we're going to uproot and move and build completely yeah, new and relationships. And we're getting married. And, and we're going to have And a, we're newlyweds. And we're newlyweds. Yeah, so. It, yeah, and six months later. Brilliant move. We, we brilliant. Let me tell you. Went, y'all just child. went from like smart to crazy. Right. Real quick. We, we did. <laughs> yes. We felt that. Did y'all get married up on top of the mountain? Were you already married when you're up there? <laughs> we got married in Athens. Were you guys in, were you already married when you were having your mountaintop yes. moment? Okay. Yes. So you're newlyweds, I believe you said then. Yes. yes. So you create this plan. Brittany's going to start her own company. You guys are going to go full-time in the company eventually. You're going to move to Athens, Georgia from the Atlanta area, I guess. Yes. And here you are, and it's you're left your company, your, your job to start this company. Yeah. You're doing work on the side to help finance the company. Yes. Keeping your, a job outside of C-Spark Go to finance an employee coming in. Correct. How long was it, Andy, before you left Broke. all outside <laughs> <laughs> employment and you went full-time within C-Spark Go? Two years. It was right at two years. That yeah. was the, that was the, it worked. I, honestly, it may have been shorter than that. So in 2008, 
we signed on as the agency of record for Nike retail. And that was like our our pinnacle whoa, whoa, whoa. client. Nike that, retail. Yeah. So that's a big it was you a big, started you heard the of business them? in 07. We started in 07. And you so went in from May a startup on top of a we mountain went, in 07 to Nike sure. in mm-hmm. 08. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brittany, real it, quick, how much time had you spent in the industry before you left your job? Great, great question. Um, about three years. Okay, so you're three years in, but and you're, you love what you're doing, so you're good at it. Yeah. And Excellent. You're, you're I was 25 Excellent at it. Excellent at it. Okay. So, so She's this amazing. Was a, this wasn't a startup where you're like, okay, we're going to go down the street and try to pick up the attorney's office. And we're yeah. going to go down the street and try to pick up the plumber. Y'all from the start were go big or go home. Go so with your home. knowledge and experience well, and relationship, and you're previous, like, we're going to. Right. My, all of my PR experience, I started at the University of Georgia. I worked for the athletic department, went to a big brand firm, mm-hmm. told stories for companies and brands like Nike and Motorola and DirecTV. And I just I tell people all the time, I got bit by the big brand bug. Like it helps tremendously a budget is there yeah, to do Yeah, you got the tools to work with. To help. Right. This is calling why she won't return media. your emails, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Succeed a little more and Brittany will start calling you back, man. That's, That's right. <laughs> I'm very selective. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, we were only engaged six months. Very quick. Very quick. So, man, it's crazy. <laughs> that is all. Question for you. Yes. Now, we talked through this process of you working outside for a couple of years and then coming on board. Hypothetical question. Let's say you would have had capital. Let's say you would have had two hundred thousand dollars. Can we have that question today? Would <laughs> I know, right? If you'd have had two hundred thousand dollars out of the gate, do you think C Spark Go would be here today? Would you have been able to build it and it be what it is today? Because you guys had if you to hadn't hustle. had to hustle and grind yeah. and build it and in those ways. It's gonna be really crazy to say this. So I always like someone giving me money. So if you're offering, I'm very open to it. So let's discuss this <laughs> afterwards. The second time you've asked me yes. today. So, I so that. that being said, tell your, I, I, I can tell I, you started I, a few churches. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I will accept it. That being said, looking back at what we have done and had the opportunity to. I think the reason we are where we're at is because of the types of people we were sound, we put around ourselves. And mm-hmm. that, that was just truly it. And so what I mean by that, too, is, like, I think the biggest gift we had is to learn hustle. Mm-hmm. Like, we had to. I would not. It's not worth $200,000. I, I would not. I mean, it's. Healthy hustle. Like yes. Hu- hustle and we got very, We got unhealthy. Yes, I yeah. agree with that. Um, but it was the hustle. I look back now, and I'm just like, wow, what it has taught us. Mm-hmm. That was our MBA. That was, yeah. you know, and well, so and that's I don't, what you want to teach your kids. Right? Yeah, grit. Yeah, How do you absolutely. Teach grit? Yes, persistence mm-hmm. and grit mm-hmm. and showing up every day when you don't know the answer and don't know how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and being a former pastor, and it sounds funny to say this, I cannot tell you even to this day how much I am on my knees in the middle of the night. You know, saying, Lord, please surround me with an enormous amount of favor. You look at how, again, not to be preachy or anything like that, but just from my personal story. If you look at Jesus Christ, when he was born, there's only one area when he was 12 years old that talks about that stage of his life when he's in his growth stage. That's really big. And I think that's what we were in, in this massive growth stage. And it says he grew in wisdom and favor with God and man. And so... At that point, that grit is for us. That was when we were growing in our wisdom because we had none, and our favor because we had none. Like, and so that I don't, yes. so that makes sense. And sometimes giving that cash will mess you up. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, you know, it answers the question for me, Andy. That I've had for a long time. We just talked about why Brittany would not respond to Chad's emails. This is why Andy wouldn't respond to mine. <laughs> God, place good people around me. And I'm like, hey man, you want to hang out? He's like, nah, I think I'm good. I swear Maybe on myself with wisdom. Yeah. I get the Josh. <laughs> Andy, Andy lives by the motto of surrounding himself with people that are smarter than he is. 
Yes. Nice. So, so, did, <laughs> nice. so did you go through where, all right, let's close Nike and let me figure out how to service it. Or did you build the Do team? Do we really need to answer that question? The, <laughs> no, that, yeah. Yeah, how to, this is very much early stages of growth and stress. Yes. And yeah, do, do you build it and then get the client? Or do you get the yeah. client and build it? How do all that You work? just do it, Chad. You just do it. <laughs> you just do it. That's We're talking right. Nike That's here. Amazing. That's what she done. Those are closing line. She's like, "Hey, Nike, just do it." That's amazing. It. They, uh, you know, we again, we we had relationships and sure. um, some folks at Nike World headquarters in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we're embarking on an endeavor to really switch their retail strategy away from Nike Town and into these brand experience stores that you see now. Um, the entire the shift even was focused on their consumer. So they went from a young elementary aged mom to a young twenty year old runner, college student, college athlete, essentially. And so that shift really opened the door for this entire this new engagement. So we had the opportunity to pitch. We won the business, and then we started. That's when we really hit the yeah. ground running. Yeah. We assembled the team, and I think we proved ourselves really well because we gave them everything we had. So everything. I know we're talking about too. We're gonna get into like pivot. Yeah. Once you landed that client, yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody's heard of. How did you guys pivot picking up your next clients? Because we found in our business life that. Once you have a client, everybody knows. Now you actually can kind of turn the corner. People start wanting to do business with you because of who you're doing business with. Right. Did anything mm-hmm. change for you guys as far as how you approach to pick up business, or do you stay the same as you no, were currently doing? No, and and truly, up until truly, maybe even up until today, we haven't had a business development plan because we are so so laser beam focused on serving the clients that we have, and and we feel like that is the business development mm-hmm. strategy that works. Because the minute you start focusing on growth and scale, you just lose sight of what got you to that point. And so, uh, honestly, every single client we um, has just come to us naturally and organically, and through referrals and networking, and and you know our contact that hired us at Nike was transferred, or or she got, took a job at Columbia Sportswear, and so now we do Columbia Sportswear. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, we had yeah. a client um, that moved and, and he sold a really big project to Mutual of Omaha for a, an advertising campaign. And he brought C. Spargo as his PR partner. And so we told the story of the AHA Moment Tour for Mutual of Omaha for six years. So all of these clients that we have the opportunity to win in the first place, we are going to see it through to the end to the best of our ability. And that is our growth strategy. I love that. And that's a huge tip for our audience is, I mean, you nailed it. Laser beam focus Mm -hmm. on the business in front of you. Right. And things will grow and spread organically and word of mouth will happen. And if you serve your clients, you're going to win. That's, that's amazing advice. And, and and to clarify, because it's so accurate in that, that doesn't mean we don't have planning and think what we're going in three years, things like that. That's not at at all what it means, but we are so big. We we say this in our, our team all the time, draw a circle around yourself. That's the only thing you can control then control it because you can't control all these other things yeah, outside of you. Factors external like factors COVID. like COVID. You can't control it. The only thing you can do is draw a circle around yourself and do the best you can inside that circle. And that circle will expand. And so that's been our motto of how to grow C-SPAR Go. I like it. So let's fast forward to January of this year, January of 2020. You in multiple cities. Yeah, what's your organization look like? Yeah, where oh, all are you at? How, many, how many team members? What, what's going on at the beginning of 2020 for you? Yeah, and I think too, just to piggyback off that last question too, when when you do have a team that is solid and running and laser beam focused, you can set some scalability 
um, infrastructure in place. So that's what we're, that is the next phase and the next era for us is how do we grow strategically in the next 10 years? Okay. Decade two thinking. All right. So let me, let me, let me dive into that a little bit. This is a question for me personally uh, that I love these podcasts because I get to learn so much from, from you all that are way more successful than we are. He's pointing at me right now. For those who Um, can't see, he's looking right at me when he said that. Back to that, getting ready to scale or getting ready to grow. How often do you say no? Do you have to say no a lot or do you just kind of like accept it as it comes, but try not to grow too fast? I am not a no person. (laughs) Just do it. We already talked about this. Just do it. You're the no person. We have had to turn out a number of pieces of business this month. That's true. Um, wow. Because um, we're not quite. Because you're so laser focused, so on, focused on certain things. Capacity. Because you're not going to take on a new client. So, so hard to take do. away from an existing. That's not yeah, It's extremely hard to do. You fought half your business life. How do I get customers? Yes. And then, yeah. Now, so now let, let, to, to clarify that too, like there there are always exceptions if they want to give us money that we will figure out a way to get them in. But uh, again, I'm just playing well, around with that, Chad. Um, I love the, it. The, 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 the story behind that too, the list, list to, to make it sure is that like, we love to tell great stories with great organizations, but one thing we have learned, we are in the service business, okay? So we are an extension of the organizations that we work with. So part of that too is, is like, do we mesh? Like, I mean, we're, we, hey, we are great at what we do, but we're not for everybody, and we know that. And sure. so we're very clear about that when we're talking to, to an organization. Like, hey, how do we do this, and how can we serve you the best? And so do our team members fit with what you're after, the mission, vision you're going after? Because that's what we're doing. We're adopting their mission, vision to whatever it is, and then we're going to share that story with everyone. So to answer, like, so when something comes our way, there's an exception to everything. It's hard to say no, but we have we have been learning the last few years that sometimes saying no is actually saying yes to another great organization. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we've we're learning as entrepreneurs. And when you're first starting, that's one of the hardest things to do, at least in my opinion. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, I know it is so hard because you're like, man, I got to make payroll next week. What am I going to do? You just take everything. Yeah, exactly. I need the money. I need we'll the money. So yep. yes. And that, so. <laughs> my old colleague would say anything for a buck. Yeah. <laughs> so anything. anything. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's something as business owners we all struggle with at different times. Yeah. Is you get to a certain point, you're like, okay, now I'm overloaded with yes, potentially a bunch of clients mm-hmm. that's not a great fit for where I want to be or who I want to serve or, or where we mm-hmm. provide the most value. And if you don't say no, it's easy to... To go down that it's road. very easy to say, oh, yeah, I can just say, that's not, I mean, it is it is a delicate place to be in. Sure. And I think there's seasons of business you're going to say yes to because you're in a season of business. Mm-hmm. So it all depends. And it so. kind of goes back to who you surround yourself with. So to the the team that got us through decade one, you know, is, is different, looks very different than the team that we have currently in mm-hmm. decade two. There's yes. um, 24 full-time SSGers, and we... Prior to March of this year, we had an office in California, um, in Newport Beach, in Nashville, Tennessee, in Atlanta, Athens, and a contractor in London. So we can call that an office, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Worldwide. International. So five. So pocket offices, you know. Yeah. yeah. Five offices. Two to eight folks. This is pre-COVID. Yeah. Five offices, 20-something team members Mm -hmm. spread out, not only across the country, somebody across the pond. Yes. And serving a variety of clients out of each office, I assume? Probably 30, 35 clients. Okay. At any given time. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. All started on... We have a lot of clients that have been with us for six, seven, eight years. So we are... You know, highly invested, you know, relationally invested, 
we even believe in being patrons of our clients. So we take our kids to Canna Cook Family Camp because we serve Canna Cook Camps as a yes. client. I love <laughs> yeah, it. And you, you said get you're, it. you're you an extension of the organizations you serve. I mean, you really are like, right. we're going to use them too. So how many years have you guys been in existence at this, like right now? 13. So 13 years in. It's January of 2020. Right now we're December 2020. So it's January 2020. You guys are growing, expanding. Next thing you know, it's March 2020. And everything starts. The, the story shifts or changes. We have to pivot and figure out, oh, okay, the uncertain future. What the heck are we going to do? And what story are we going to tell or get ourselves through this? So let's talk about that because everybody listening either has had to pivot or knows at some point they're going to have to pivot probably in 2021 if they didn't do it in 2020, right? Tell us what happened. That, you know, so I actually am getting nauseous as you're speaking. Um, so <laughs> I will never I have forget. that effect yes, on lots of people, Yes, Andy. yes, yes. I feel like so, we should put our mask yes, on Yes, we now. get our mask back on. Let's hear this. No, uh, at, I, I will never forget getting phone calls, and it was like a record of calls. Like we find out, oh, my gosh, this, this thing's coming, this – you know, we all don't know what it is Shut and down. we're shutting down. What are we going to do? How's this going to work? And fortunately, I, I called some business friends who are in business and uh, one of them worked for a very large uh, financial institution. I called him and said, hey, what's going to happen? He goes, oh, we're in trouble. And I'm like, well, no, no, you can't tell me it that way. He's like, no, we're in a lot of trouble. And I'm like, okay. And literally the next week, in a matter of three weeks, we had 45% of our monthly revenue say bye-bye. 45%? So... You want to talk about being terrified. Now, here's the deal. And we have contracts. But at this point, we're in COVID. So right. what do you do? How and do you're you, relationship-based. We're, we're relationship-based. Relation so we have contracts. We have, we, we could Yes, could we lean in? Is it worth leaning in? These are decisions as an entrepreneur you're trying to figure out. You look at payroll. Payroll's still coming. Now, I will tell you one thing. The biggest advice we ever did was is as a, as a business is we put a certain amount of money into a savings and we so you obviously taxes if you don't if you don't pay your taxes you're probably talking that a little bit chad you know um call chad at the tax yeah if you even know that yeah, yeah good, good point there uh little plug there there's you secretly sponsor we're getting closer to that <laughs> yeah. main stage yes, keep, yes, going. keep going okay yes so we fortunately had a, a good bit of savings to, to, because that's just how we've always operated. We had a line of credit Andy after that. You might be the most frugal person you've ever met. <laughs> oh, uh, our An emergency fund, a savings account. Exactly. Something in business is always, always. going to happen. At least we didn't know it was COVID. three months of operating capital. That was coping. Right? Yes. So oh, we yes. knew exactly what. Uh, so what I. Our, so you knew your capacity. Yeah, what you can, can we. We knew. I knew our run rate. I knew mm-hmm. that the it will end on this date at this mm-hmm. time, regardless of anything else I do, and this is all we can do, and I have to have wins or we will be letting people go period and i don't care what kind of advice you get it's pretty simple just look at the numbers and black and white <laughs> black and yep. white it's easy i don't care what happens so for you us any plans after this <laughs> yeah, yeah. um so it was funny so during that during those three weeks again it was one of those things that i could not believe it there were some other business for, and again i keep on going back to relationships it was so king in my life at that time and Brittany's life is yes first thing we did was got on our knees and prayed but the biggest thing we did is we we took seven steps in, in this period that radically took care of us through this through this and the, the, what you had you know, no experience in this you've never been through a disaster like this you've never well, I don't think anyone had no, but right I mean, yes strategic planning so you as a business owner said we got to take action here's Andy here's the circle immediately here's seven steps all right yes, continue immediately so that's it. it so Brittany and I sat down and we just said okay well what is it so we, we, we originally we looked at it and we said okay 
let's let's divide all of our clients up and say from now to the next six months, let's pretend this is a six month issue at the time. Okay, let's just see how long, how can we spread all this out? So we're looking at the, the payroll. So that was one of me, we had to have it. I looked at our, our budget for the year. So we looked through all these things and immediately what we did is we also were very, so what I found very quickly is you gotta be very transparent with your team. So we got everyone and I knew immediately, number one, you gotta talk to everyone personally. So, and we set up calls every week to let everyone know the state of C-Spark Go, of what's going on, what we're doing. We called it Happy Hour. We did, we did. We <laughs> ironically. Called, ironically. you guys are in marketing. Yes, it was called Happy Hour, <laughs> happy and hour. everyone was like this, and everyone was like, what are we doing? Once a week, we had Happy Hour. We gave a State of the Union, which we also called State of the Spark. So. Yes, Happy so, Hour. <laughs> you got to love it. So many different meanings behind what Happy Hour can be for everybody. Right, yes. Right. You make it mean well, what you want. That's right. And that's people, what branding is. Yeah. <laughs> and they were happy until you heard the steps, but they yeah. were happy. Happy. So. <laughs> so it was, so by doing that, but literally we had to figure out the, we had to say, okay, what's our run rate if we don't do anything? And what's our run rate if we do things? So as we saw things begin to take off, take a, be taken away from C-Spark, literally like we're hitting pause here, we're hitting pause here. We knew that if we could stay in contact with our clients, either they weren't paying us and we could say, you know what, we're here to serve you. How can we help you? Then they had come back. And that was a bet and a gamble we were, we were willing to take. And Fortunately, it, it paid off in six months. But in the meantime, you know, Brittany and I sat down and we said, all right, we, we devised a scheme. Let's do a 20%, 15% cut, a 10% cut, and a 5% cut against different employees. And we had to make those decisions for everybody, that exact thing. We had to look at our budget. We shaved off half a million dollars. Then we had to look at, so we took all these steps, get rid of the 401k for a season. We, we did everything we knew how to do, but the thing was is we said we each trigger, if when we hit this number, it triggers us. When we hit this number, it triggers us. And it was all very systematic. So when I told- Took the emotion out of it. All took emotion the out. subjectiveness behind the decision that day. You Here's what happens at different And the team and, and even the it. clients that hit pause on their marketing spend, we continued to serve at a base level because we wanted to continue that relational. And they tether. probably needed it. They, they needed they it. Drive. Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. whether it was like a Friday Five or a tip or a news article that we yep, thought 100%. that reminded us of them, and they, we thought they should share things like that. But and another thing we did too that I think that was again just thank you for the wisdom we got from our other friends is that like in business who were going through it with us is that. Each, each happy hour we had is we would let our team talk to us and be real. And we would listen. And then I will never forget looking at the eyes and say, I don't know, but I promise to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that was what oh, we just, you know, just, I, prom- I don't know, but I promise to you. And they'd be like, okay, Andy, thank you. Because to us, the biggest thing, trust is the best currency you can have, especially inside of that organization. Without trust, it's going to crumble. But if you have trust, so coming out of this now, like we look back and we say, we've done all these things. Here's the neat thing. We got in a position, which is amazing. We got in a position to where we actually were able to back pay our team members. So those who took pay cuts, once we got through some of this stuff, we went back and we retroactively paid them for the, the time they took off. And it blew them away. But that was something we did. Now, I will make it, we're still saving back up on our reserves. We're still getting back to where we need to be. And I've been very transparent with our team on that. We got to be in certain places in case we're hit again. But the thing was is, I was, I was always brought up, uh, my dad's an entrepreneur, Britain's parents are entrepreneurs, so I've always saw our parents, not her parents, I saw my parents do those types of things, and he always, my dad always said, always take care of those who are, who are closest to you. Like, you make, take care of those individuals the best you can. And so it was never even a question. Mm-hmm. And that was something that really helped us in the long term, because there was times it was, it was flat out scary like everyone. And, and I'm just grateful we were in a position to do that. 
So, because not everyone is. Not no, everyone is. not at all. So, when a lot of people ask, like, how do you build trust in an organization? Mm. How do you build trust yeah. with your consumer as a brand? Through communication. Yes. Like, the more you communicate, you can, uh, there's a, a certain correlation, a positive correlation between the amount of communication that you have with your team, whether it's individually or corporately, and the trust level in your organization. Yeah, so, well, and you guys acted on what you communicated. Right, so hey, this 100%. is what, at this point, this is what happens, and then if that happened, mm-hmm. you build trust, right? Because like, well, hey guys, this just happened, so here's what's going to happen next. I mean, not the only ability to both is amazing. Over delivered after the fact. Hey, we surprise and up, delight. We've held yes. up right. to our end of the steps we were going to take. We're coming mm-hmm. back now. Now I'm going to back pay you. Well, and, and one thing we did is we we came up with the number inside our organization that we had to hit. And so we don't normally take on just real quick jobs where we're maybe a three-week job or a, it, we're more of a long-term type. So we had to pivot the way we do business. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we went back out. I was on the phone a lot. A lot of our team members were on the phone a lot saying, hey, we will take, like, you want back, will we take anything? We started taking on projects sure. we don't back normally do. We went back yeah. to the hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right you you, you knew it. how to win yeah. there. You've yeah. been yeah. there before. We went back to the hustle, and we, cre- and we said, and I told the team, we hit this number. In, in, in June, we had the number. Everyone knew the number. We hit this number. This is the number we're going after. We can do these things. So I would give updates every week where we're on the number, where we're at, what we're doing, how are we doing it. And so they, everyone saw this, and that was we're all focused on one thing. So when there's bad, when you get hit with a bad, a lot of bad news, you've got to redirect. And that's something we we are real quick to do. And so mm-hmm. that was kind of our MO and has yeah. been, and we're going to end this year really, really well, um, you know, considering what's going on. So Yeah, we're, um, yeah. We'll have grown from that. So many emotions and business owners and people, I felt like through the initial stages of this, ended up in the fetal position in the corner. Like, I don't know. Oh, I was there a lot. And and you all have led with confidence and planning. And because you made smart financial decisions previously, you were set up for success and able to communicate. And I think that goes back to. If you're a young business owner or a seasoned business or successful or struggle through COVID, you've got to be building those things now because you don't know what right. the future is. hundred percent. Well, and I think people will never, even your team, people that work with you will never see the entrepreneur in the fetal position in the corner. That happens still to this day, even when things are good, <laughs> like yeah. get feelings get hurt. You know, it's just real. Yeah, it's that's real. what happens real. during when you see Andy's camera go off in the Zoom call. <laughs> that's he's me. in the fetal position under the table. You're like, well, he sounds like he's a far yeah. away. What's up? Well, you know, people say like business isn't personal. It's not personal. It's just business. There, that is so not true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is very personal. Yes. In every business. decision, even every so, even decision. your decisions, yeah. you tried your best to make logical decisions. They're still based and laced with emotion. Absolutely. You're just wise enough to make them in advance. Yes. So, not when you felt the weight of the pressure in the minute, but it was like, if we're at this point, I think it's going to feel like this. What do I think is the best decision, the, the wisest thing to do? Yeah. And then it's just a matter of when you hit that benchmark, executing on what you thought would believe to be best when you were in a probably a better emotional state, right? Brilliant. And creating certainty yeah. for your team in the most uncertain time any of us have ever faced. So at least 100%. they knew one thing to be yeah. true. This is what, like, mm-hmm. they could believe that you guys were, were going to execute what you promised them. You said you're going to be transparent, we're going to communicate. And when you did communicate transparently, you executed on what you said you were going to do. So yeah. at least your team could be like, we have something we can rely on Andy and Brittany are going to be honest with us. We know we can rely on them. We don't know what the yeah. company's going to look like, but 
we believe in them. Man, we all needed something to believe in during these crazy times, That's right? True. So it's great that you guys were able to provide that. I, I actually, I love that sentiment, Josh, of making decisions ahead of time. Like that's such a good business principle, but I feel like that's so true in marriage too. Like you make the decision ahead of time. Like we're going to be married forever. We tell our kids that this is a promise we're making to you. We're going to be married forever. And here I am saying it on a podcast, but that is a decision you make ahead of time. So other yeah. options are just not even on the table. You know yeah. what I mean? John Maxwell says something like, uh, you make the major decisions mm-hmm. early in life that you can, then you manage against them the rest of the way when things yeah. try to like Absolutely. knock you off. It's like, nope, we already made this my one. My friend John Hartwig just posted the other day on, on LinkedIn, which LinkedIn is like my new favorite social media channel personally. Um, but he said, don't major in minor stuff. Mm. And I was like, that's, oh, that's good. So, so good. good. Don't yes. major in minor stuff. Pick the major stuff and deal with that. That's great. Well, speaking of the, the minor stuff and the major stuff, I mean, and, and Chad, I'm not just saying this for a bit, like <clears throat> one of the biggest things you can do as a business owner too is, you know, I, I hear people all the time when they're starting and they're like getting all this money and they're doing different things. I'm like, you've got to set up your tax accounts. And I don't mean that just, I'm, I'm being right. like, you've got like, I see people getting hit all the time because they're not paying their taxes. Yep. And so like, those are the, that's, that's. Not only are they not paying their taxes, they, just, they don't even know. No, they don't even plan yeah. what they are. There's a surprise. They haven't so you, saved for it. There's no you business gotta, owners financially oh, man, are tax, train wrecked. There's nothing you worse gotta, than a tax so surprise. So if you don't oh set up a separate account, out of sight, out of mind, that's right. Yeah, you have to have your tax account. You have to have, you have to have your savings account. Like I know where it's supposed to be in ten years because I know exactly where it's going to be. It's, it's like I mean, and, it, and you and you have benchmarks. But the other one is, is you got to figure out. We we couldn't guess forty five percent, but you got to say how many clients are going to be leaving me this yeah. year, and you got to mm-hmm. think about those things. So I say all that because that those are the things we Plain did for attrition. eight, nine years, ten years, eleven years before all this hit. So we had some things like that. you built. You were successful. You were growing. I mean, good grief, you're landing Nike, but you knew. <laughs> You were smart enough to know, hey, things aren't perfect forever. Things in business, we need to build the discipline Well, there's behind. somebody on the bench that wants your job. That's exactly <laughs> yes. right. And you've got to plan and strategize and save accordingly. And I think that's huge because you back to taxes, there's only one or two situations. Yeah. Either you're paying taxes or you're not making any money. Mm-hmm. And I'd choose to pay some taxes. At the Absolutely. That's so true. You need yeah, to, yeah. That's what Andy's dad says all the time. Um, because he's a CFO and he's our CFO and he said former CPA former yes. CPA and, and he's like you want to be paying taxes Absolutely. like yes. it means it's a good still, thing no, no, we will pay the least amount yes. okay. possible Andy got yes. that nauseous feeling came yes, back to Andy yesterday I do understand that uh, there are taxes I want to pay everything I'm supposed yeah. to pay and you, and you also good. are able to pay. know okay I know yeah. what my business is at I know what yes. my taxes are I know where my savings is at. So when something does happen, right. yeah. whether it's COVID or uh, the the city shuts you down or some, there's a recession, 9-11, whatever it may, that comes along, you know what you've got to work with and yeah. you know the discipline and the strategy yeah. behind it. And I think that's where so many businesses struggle. When things are going well, all right, this is good. Business is easy. And we're all that. We're yeah. all, that's our tendency. So you got to have the discipline when it's going well and bad to do the same thing. Absolutely. Well, and business finance yeah. is different than personal finance. A lot of times people yeah. be like, oh, i got money in the bank. I'm like, yeah, that money ain't your money. Not money yours. That's right. One of the fit things, and this is, man, I think this is the best entrepreneur advice for people, especially when they're starting out. People, if they ever ask me, what do I need to do? I'm like, you better go find you a good money man. Yeah. And they don't just go get the most oh, it's random CPA. Advisors. Like go find someone you know in business that's successful and say, who's your guy? And like get somebody that's good yes. because it's, just, it's the best way to go out of business. Fastest way to go out of business is just not know how to handle 
the money part of it. Yep. So I want to pivot with you guys. So we're talking about pivot mm, right now. Pivot. Wise counsel. Core values. Mm, yes. What are your core values as a company? Because the one thing I'm seeing over and over and over again, we talk about trust and communication, but you guys said from the very beginning, the relationships. Like we're going to prioritize the relationships and the people. And the whole time you've talked, I've just heard that come back up, come back up. Mm-hmm. So crisis happens. And you guys say, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to laser focus on serving our clients and serving our team members. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. So let's 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 give them what we can for free. Let's give them clarity wherever we can find it. Like you just, y'all are like laser focused on how can we serve these people God has entrusted us to serve, whether they're on our payroll or where or whether we're on theirs. Yeah, right. That absolutely. was your focus. So tell us about what is the foundational values for C Spark Go, because that's that's what's kept you guys succeeding and continuing to expand is your who you are in the core. Yeah. So we have four, four core values. And they are relational and service. We're highly relational. Uh, motivated by excellence. Inspired to create. And because we're creative. We're in a creative yeah. world, a creative agency. And, and it, we believe that enthusiasm wins. And I love that because, A, one of my favorite mottos in life is that if you're not excited, you're not invited. <laughs> so you got to yes. get excited about what you're doing in life. And My you next gotta, voicemail for you guys is right? going to be over the top. <laughs> over the top. I so you guys are going to invite me to lunch. If you're not excited, you're not invited. Um, because you, if you're not passionate about what you're doing, you're not going to put 110%, which is what we have to give to win every single day. So, and I love too, our, our good buddy, Chris Carneal founded Boosterthon oh, yeah. Fun Run. They've been a client of ours for years and years. And, and the root word of enthusiasm is entheos, which means God within. So it's very much like out of all of the gifts that God put inside of you, getting to see those stirred up and put to work in the marketplace, like that is your creator, you operating in the image of your creator. That is so cool to me. Yeah, that's awesome because because ultimately your values is what you guys are able to yeah. pour into. Your team, of course, already knows your values. Your client as yeah. well. They, these people knew that they could trust you. They wanted to trust you, and you proved yourselves trustworthy. Yeah. So we know that we know that we don't know what the future holds, right? Like we're still in this time of again, it's December of 2020. Uh, we're all hoping that the ball is going to drop. It's probably going to be like a <laughs> virtual ball, like nerd yeah. can't go outside. But something's going to drop. Watch the ball drop on Zoom. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Oh, great. Another Zoom. That's Another. awesome. Ryan Seacrest. So it's going to be, uh, they'll probably bring Dick Clark back for this one because it's virtual. You can do it. Man, it's so inappropriate. I don't know what's going to get edited out of this. But there is this hope that things magically transform and change on January 1st, 2021. It's not going to be the case. How do companies, how do entrepreneurs need to plan? To be able to pivot, you guys were able to at least in some way, shape, or form. Once this hit, create a create a plan. But for the future, like all right, now we we have the knowledge to know that we might need to be ready for something like this to happen again. How do you teach someone how to plan for something like this? Like if you guys are planning for the next potential ball drop of crazy COVIDness, or even not even the ball drop. What if it bounces back faster, like a fire hose? Like yeah, yes. How do you plan for? Because that's a pivot flooding back. Yeah. Well, you know that state, that quote, um, necessity is the mother of invention. Like, we, necessity forced so many people to reinvent themselves in this mm-hmm. past year. And, and, and I do think that there's a lot of good that has come out of pandemic living, <laughs> so to speak. I mean, the education system alone has advanced 
10 years worth. I read recently in an article that, you know, just some of the technology advancements that have been adopted and implemented through education, so far ahead of the game that we wouldn't have been there if it weren't for the necessity of it. So I think businesses have done what they've needed to do, but 2021 is the call for innovation. Like, what can we do that we've never even thought about? And force yourself to be creative and plan for things that you don't even know if they are going to happen. But that's also going to make you a better steward of your brand because there's always new ways to serve your customer. Always. And so asking them, I mean, we do this for our clients all the time. Ask your customer, get feedback, put out surveys, do interviews, informational interviews. Find out, I heard somebody say the other day, like, Set up a Zoom with a, with somebody, like get set up on a blind date on Zoom and have them walk through your website and watch them and ask them questions. What do you think about that? Do you understand that core value? Do you understand that service offering? Like what can I answer for you live and in person? Because I want to get in your head, in the head of the consumer. I was like, that is an interesting idea. Mm, that is a great idea. I mean, how many business owners even look at their own website? Exactly. Right. Much yeah. less. Much, exactly. Yeah interview the customer on what they're seeing and experiencing. Yeah. That's amazing. I like Mm -hmm. it. So, so for C spark go, are you strategically planning right now for 2021? Are you just putting yourself in a position to pivot either direction? What, what's currently going on in your mind right now? So it's funny you asked. So we, we had a big celebration Christmas party that we were supposed to be at today. Today. And hey, Chad, um, thanks for canceling yes, that. I, mean, yes. Chad, I know we're yes. getting bigger and Today, we're at episode yeah. 25. So Today. I, I appreciate you. You weren't invited. Shut it all yeah. down. Yeah. Josh, you're, you're coming with us afterwards, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, And uh, But last week, we found out that it just isn't going to work out because the COVID numbers were going up and it was going to be in person. And so we had to pivot. And I call uh, Josh Eaton, the, the, our head of VP over digital, and I call him. The first words out of my mouth were, Josh, guess what? And he just starts laughing. And, and I was like, why are you laughing? He's like, no, just tell me, Andy. I said, we're moving our, our Christmas party. We're going to go to a virtual one next week, and then we're going to move it to Q1 more than likely. And he just starts cracking up. And I was like, why are you laughing? He's like, it's not 2020 if this didn't happen. Right. And, and, and I know that sounds kind of crazy that this goes right. into 2021, is that, yes, we've got plans for 2021. I'm fired up about 2021. I can't wait to get here. But part of my plan is to be able to be flexible. And I know that sounds crazy, but that is in my plan yeah. because I'm a planner. Brittany is, yep. you know, so I've got to learn. I've got to be I'm flexible. The spontaneity. She, yes. People hate change, but people are exactly having to right. learn how to change yeah, this year. So what does that look like? You know, we're driving over here and Brittany has this big dream of an idea for something. I've turned to her and said, Brittany, we're about to go on a podcast. I cannot think about that right now because I'm putting this in one True compartment. Story. True story. I can't think about that. So don't even bring it up right now because we're not allowed to talk about things until after the podcast is over. <laughs> my point behind that is, is like, it's just, it's true, right? So I'm brilliant if you're going to tell me we got to think about something, but I can't think outside the box right now. Hey man, you so. can't limit inspiration, dude. You can't yeah. put a time clock on inspiration. It happens when it happens. I can't tell you how many times a week. So my wife's like yes. creative. She's yeah. creative, yeah. and I yeah. am very like organized and yeah. disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I tell my wife, like, honey, I do one thing at a time. Like, yes. I can only do one thing. At a, like, I can't. I don't I don't, even understand. Yeah, that. I can't even comprehend. Like, I, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So it. some people are exactly. Yeah. So people are listening. Going, you have you you have a plan to be flexible in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I, I have a plan. That's how much <laughs> I have a plan. I have no permission. Yeah, I planned some spontaneity in June of twenty twenty one. That's what we're doing spontaneous. <laughs> I put the first Thursday in January to change. That's yeah. on yes. my calendar yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to have fun. So. I'm going to have fun on Wednesday at Wednesday. three o'clock because I put it in my calendar. Well, you should see my reminders. Andy would live 
lived a couple hundred years ago. He'd been with Isaac Newton. Apple falls on his head. He's like, later, Isaac. Right now, we're talking That's about exactly. for lunch. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Yes. And we'd all be floating But we would have gotten right to now. it. We would have gotten <laughs> to it. So the yeah. strategy is yes. to be flexible, and we don't know what it holds, but you yeah. need to be prepared. Who, who would have thought none of us would be in offices right, right now? I mean, Absolutely. who, who would have thought that? Who would have thought that we wouldn't be flying around the country every, all the time? So, Not United Airlines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in all honesty, though, you don't. If you're going to war, you don't want to go go to war fat, right? Like you do. You want to be like, hey, we don't know what what the future holds for us, so we have to be flexible and agile in order to maneuver through this stuff because we really don't know what's going to come at us yet, right. unless you're Andy. He's got a plan. It's all planned out. <laughs> I, I like it. I think that's that's amazing, and I think it's a testament to how you've continued to adapt yeah. and change and grow your company and, and everything that's got you here, you're using those same yeah. models and tools to continue to navigate the future. And and for our audience out there, of as they're looking at 2021, I, I think that's, I don't think anybody can confidently say, things are going to be awesome. It's going to be great. It's going to bounce back really fast. Or it's Optimism's you, a beautiful you thing. You don't though. know. Like It's good to be positive, but you also got to plan right. your business and your finances accordingly. You need a Brittany and an Andy. <laughs> yes. You got it. Yes. Your, I will, I will say, I'm sorry, no, I, was like, I will say one thing, and this is interesting. We've got a goal for 2021, but I, this is one thing we go back to going about that circle. We have daily habits. We have a 10-year goal. Yeah, we, we, we have all that. Yes, everyone needs that. But I'm going to go back. Your daily habits determine where you're going to end up. And it's what you do daily that tells you where you're going to end up being. And if you don't do the daily habits, it's not going to happen. So we literally talk about this with our team. So what are you doing for each one of the disciplines that you're doing? Because if you focus on that, then the result's going to happen. Too many people focus on the result, not the daily habit. And that's all. That that's what we focus on. Life, marriage, well, yeah. anything, business, anything. every piece of everything. Yeah. And time, it's so important to time block time to think. So put time on your calendar to think. Think about your client. Think about your... Your marriage, your kids, whatever it is, put time on your calendar to think. That was a really cool thing I picked up from almost everybody at the business conference. From going back, listening, and watching the speeches, and almost everybody's lessons and stories. It was time to think, time to brainstorm, Mm -hmm. have time to plan. If you're not monthly or quarterly or weekly or month, whatever it may be for you and your company, brainstorming and planning and thinking Mm -hmm. You're not ever going to get to well, the next know, level. I, I truly think attending a conference is time to think. Like going yes. to events like the Stronger Business Summit, that is getting yourself out of your norm and allowing your brain to kind of work its gears and, and knock or off some rest. Meeting with your CPA. It's a great time to think. <laughs> <laughs> People love it. Or as they call it, it's C-Spark Go. It's happy hours, which you guys call it. If I change my motto to yours, uh, <laughs> I don't know if my clients are going to go. Like, if you're not excited, you're not invited. I don't know if we've got business. I can't, I can't really adopt that. Give <laughs> 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 a service offering. But, you know, our, in, in, this will kind of be like my closing statement, if you will. I don't know if we're getting close to time. But C Spark Go, our name is our process. So C is this idea of visionarying the future planning for an unknown future, planning for all kinds of things that pie in the sky. What could we do if, and then spark, well, see spark, spark is that like pie in the sky ideation, heavy session, or we call them spark sessions at at work. And then go is execution. You're go, you're going to go and work the plan, work that C phase, if you will. Um, But then our good buddy, Billy Bowie says flexecution. 
is the real thing. <laughs> so, not that. execution. I would execution. not have mentioned your buddy. I would be like, I came up with this phrase, term. <laughs> Flexecution, I love it. Yeah. And, and it goes back to the daily habits. And I think this is something that in all aspects of business, and especially in the branding marketing side, it's not something you do overnight. You, you no. can't you can't drive traffic to somebody's business in a month. It is a long-term daily habit strategic plan. And the same with business as an entrepreneur. Daily adding value. You can't build three months of savings overnight. You can't no. implement these core values or communication overnight. It is daily habits over long periods of time. Yeah, I'm reading this book right now. I don't know if you guys have read it. The 12-week year. Have you heard of that one yet? Mm. So one of the principles of the book is called Greatness in the Moment. And so going with your C-Spark Go, like, oh my gosh, I, like, I kind of see where I want to go and the, the what if Spark aspect. Mm-hmm. But then it's the go part. It's the daily habits. It's like you, you're not great when you're recognized for greatness. Yeah. You're great every single day when you do the daily activities that greatness requires. Yeah. Greatness is just the accumulation. The recognition, recognition of greatness is the accumulation of a bunch of great days where you just did the things. You drank the proper amount of water to be physically healthy. You, you exercise. You invested time in your marital relationship. Like you know, I'm saying all these things that, that compound over time. Like that's what greatness is. So good. So gosh. I love yeah. that you guys. That man, I, I didn't know that for the C Spark Go part, and I'm like inspired because I'm like, oh, I'm like really into the C and the Spark part, and I'm like, hey Chad, it's time go. to go, buddy. <laughs> Let's execute, man. Let's, Let's get go. this going. <laughs> Yes. I love it. So people can find you guys online. Y'all put out content. Y'all are phenomenal at telling stories. Where can we? Where can they find you? Yeah, cspartgo.com. Cspartgo.com. We'll link in our show notes to this episode to Brittany's talk at the Stronger Business Summit. You might see a picture of Andy in there bringing her glass of water mm, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might, might. No, the great thing about you guys is that, in all honesty, and I've known you for a long time. Like we were almost in a small group together <laughs> at church. You're almost. Really close. But that was when Andy was praying you know, for favor and wisdom. The only time as a pastor I got kicked out of a small group was through John. <laughs> it's an excellent leader. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. But the the great thing with you guys is I know you're we're, we're talking about you in the like the visionary and the integrator type C, or like oh this person's the creative one, this person's the strategic. But both of you guys are actually are very gifted. And communicating and storytelling and doing these things. You don't start working at a church and playing a church if you don't know how to tell a story, mm-hmm. right? The greatest story ever told. Exactly right. Like you're like buying into the whole big story. And so, I mean, it's great to have you guys and people can follow you and talk to you and all these types of things and get great content from both of you and from the, the crew you got. Doing awesome work, working for huge brands like Great team. The best Nike. team, the best clients. And even throwing in so much tax shelter free little mentions the whole time chad chad he tries to call this the tax shelter studios i'm like man that just doesn't sound like josh keeps editing it out i'm like like, that's great i gotta get a little love that's great for the serial cfo podcast the tax shelter studios but not the entrepreneur adventure (laughs) so man we were thrilled that you guys joined us today i can't wait to listen to the recording of the stuff we heard both before the podcast and afterwards but thank you guys for sharing about your entrepreneur adventure thank you guys for having us If you enjoyed this episode of The Entrepreneur Adventure, like and subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at The Entrepreneur Adventure or head to our website, www.theentrepreneuradventure.com. We'll see you next time.